Hello. Hello, everyone. It's beer o'clock and time for drunken time travel. Only Doctor Who podcast which thinks the cliffhangers would be improved with the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme. I'm sure we're not the only one. We are the only one. Oh, I, do, well, I did probably a the only podcast. I did a survey. Yeah. Well then, uh, I humbly ACTR uh, I knew you'd results. say a seed. No, you did not. I did. I seriously did. I knew you were going to say a seed. And not in a, a, a 90s house kind of way. Is this the uh, hive mind coming back? It is. So, anyway, on my left, a man who is about to introduce the man on his right. It's Irish Gav. And on my right, a man who likes space so much he married it, but in the divorce settlement got all the dark matter. If you want to contact us about the show or anything else, drunkentimetravel at gmail.com, at drunktimetravel. And the Facebook. That's Facebook. Our official Tedious Link Beer TM this week, month, year. Is Solus Black IPA. It's all bumpy. Has it got a bumpy label? Yeah. I've never noticed it. Yeah, there's a tree on it and it's bumpy. Mm, it does. It's got a bumpy tree. An old bumpy tree. Yep. Works very well on radio, don't you think? <laughs> so, shall we uh, move on to the synopsis then? Yes. Please, I believe it's uh, your turn. It Won't is. you do your level best to comply with my wish for the summary? You're not reading the news. Yes, here is episode one of The Wheel in Space. The Doctor and Jamie abandon the TARDIS on a spaceship called the Silver Carrier after the fluid link explodes. At least there are no Daleks around this time. Now that's a callback. A robot detects the travellers and changes the course of the ship, causing the Doctor to bang his head. The robot also releases egg-shaped objects to a nearby wheel-shaped station that attach themselves to it. Then for a finale, the robot has a tantrum, so Jamie kills it. Thus endeth the robot. The Doctor collapses unconscious, and Troughton goes on holiday. Meanwhile, the wheel houses an international crew. Yes, that's right, they're in its wheelhouse. They detect a dip in pressure and are worried about the approaching ship, so naturally decide to destroy it with a laser. Ah, the future. DTT moral of the episode. Things getting on top of you? Just knock yourself unconscious and go to Spain. Epistory 2. They decide not to laser the ship when they find out that Jamie is on board. It takes all sorts. He is taken to the station where Dr. Corwin takes care of the holidaying doctor. Jamie, meanwhile, is given a tour of the station by companion-waiting Zoe Harriet a young astrophysicist. Zoe's training made her all brains and no heart. Wait, she studied politics? In a completely novel twist, the commander, Bennett, is suspicious of the Doctor and Jamie. He decides to destroy the carrier, but Jamie sabotages the laser because the TARDIS is still on board. Good thing a meteor shower isn't nearby. Oh wait. The Doctor, meanwhile, is back from his vacation and is convinced the carrier was guided there. On board, inside larger pods, Cybermen are revealed. DTT's cyber fact of the episode, Cybermen sure like pods. Epistory, the three. The smaller pods from the first epistory have released Cybermats. Remember them? No? Well, they eat all the Bernelium rods, which coincidentally powers the laser. On top of all this, the Cybermen make a nearby star explode, which leads to the meteor shower diverging to the station. Somehow. The crew discover the Bernalium, or lack thereof. One of the crew is killed by the Cybermat, which must be embarrassing. Bennett freaks the fuck out and doesn't believe there are Cybermats, despite the fossil evidence. Dr. Corwin works with the Doctor as Bennett is slowly losing his grip on reality. Well, reality and Doctor Who. 
Two crewmen go to the carrier to get Pernalium and inadvertently bring the Cybermen back with them. DTT Cyber Fact of the episode, Cybermen can make a star go nova, but can't take over Earth. Epistory 4 The engineer Duggan slowly repairs the laser as the Doctor tries to convince people of the existence of Cybermen. Probably didn't help they all died in 1986. Just like Scatman Crothers. Coincidence? Another body later and Duggan falls prey to cyberhypnosis. He destroys the communications before being shot. Meanwhile, a Cyberman approaches the Doctor and Jamie, and he's not asking for directions. Cyberfact of the episode? Cybermen very rarely ask for directions because they don't like to admit that they're wrong. They escape, and the Doctor works out that the Cybermen are using hypnosis, so gets Dr. Corwin to block it. The crew then manage to destroy the Cybermats with a sonic wave. Yes, everything is sonic now. The Cybermen are unharmed, however, and plan to use the wheel to launch an invasion of Earth using the radio beam. How about they just destroy the sun? They're after the mineral wealth, you see. Massive privateers, the Cybermen. The Doctor has lost the time vector generator from the TARDIS, so Jamie and Zoe spacewalk to the carrier for it. Graffiti, this isn't. On the way, they see the meteors approach. Cyber fact of the epistory, the Cybermen eBay account has no feedback due to them having no positive or negative feelings. Epistory 6. Having been repaired, the laser is used to destroy the meteors. Cybermen kill Dr. Corwin, and Bennett is killed trying to wrestle the Cyberman. Jamie and Zoe have found the time vector generator and come back. Exciting adventure that was. The Doctor, seeing a cyber spacecraft coming, uses the generator to power the laser and destroy it. It's like Star Wars, this. Then some spacewalking Cybermen are also killed for their trouble. With everything wrapped up in a neat little package, the Doctor and Jamie return to the TARDIS, having repaired the fluid link. So he stows away, and as a reward, the Doctor shows her evil of the Daleks. Cyber fact of the epistory, a Cyberman held the WWF wrestling title for two years between 1982 and 1983. So, Victoria, we saw very briefly at the start. I wonder what happened to her. Victoria. Well, it's just so Jamie would be depressed again. Can't we see picture of Susan or something? Why would you want to see Susan? Just to remind her she's gone. <laughs> I don't need to remind. I, every day I wake up and remember that. <laughs> and also the doctor said that the period that uh, Victoria was in had very few wars and great prosperity. That's the 1960s to the 70s. Yeah. So go Victoria. Mm. Is, is is that actually true? What? Um, what? Any, any part of that? Yeah. Uh, well, there were wars. I mean, Vietnam. Although I think but she's just, just not in her uh, castle. Not in her castle, no. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the episode as well, Jimmy wanted uh, roast beef with all the trimmings, which is a good Scottish meal. Mm. Although he should have got Victoria to do the menu. So he ended up with what? Roast beef, cabbage, potato, fruit salad, and ice cream. What he, what he should have had is uh, main, main, <laughs> main course <laughs> and dessert. I like how he gets two desserts as well. Yeah, and, and the doctor says, do you want fruit salad? And Jamie's like, oh yes! Since when has anyone in the history of the planet answered, oh yes, to fruit salad? Uh, I have. Have you? Yeah. Have you actually said, oh yes, to fruit salad? Uh, I probably haven't said, oh yes. I've said yes. <laughs> I've probably not said, oh yes, to many things, to be fair. No, I can't imagine you saying, oh yes, to anything. <laughs> no, I can't imagine it. No. And Jimmy's blood pressure showed that he hadn't been he'd he'd been in space very long. He'd been that, in space for a long time. That they said. Not that he's not been in space. For no, long. I wrote that down. All right. 
when he's just had five mm. Earth adventures on the trot. But he's, he, yes, it was in space, baby. But if it were, had been in space for quite some time, he would have had a fat face. <laughs> just probably. Have you been in space very long ago? No. So that's not that the reason then? That's just all the beer and drink. Beer and, and drink. And kebabs. And pizzas. Shit like that. Fruit salad. I mean, oh yes. <laughs> Did you mean it to be quite so camp? Just in, 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 yeah, insensate. Yeah. That word. I take it the smaller writing is you. Yes. So Jamie can't hear the doctor when he talks to himself, isn't me. Yeah, I don't know what that word is. But at the start of the thing, at the start of the epic story, the doctor's talking to himself and Jamie says, oh, Doctor, you know, I can't hear you when you talk to yourself. I don't see why. No, I'm out of ideas. Unless he's talking really quietly. When he's talking really quietly, he's talking to himself, so Jamie can't hear it. Uh, that's science for you. But he talks a bit louder just so we can hear it on telly. And Jamie then pretends that he can't hear it. I did like how uh, Jamie used the uh, the old tried and tested uh, throw a sheet of a uh, robot to uh, incapacitate it. I think you did it with ghosts. No, that gives them power. Does it give them power? What yeah. kind of power does it give them? Uh, the power to go through walls. No, not sexual power, though. No. That's the, that's the next power. Is that the next one up? Yeah. Go through walls, sexual power. Yeah. I don't know how you get it. Probably use the Konami code or something. It's always the Konami code with you, isn't it? Mm. Um, also, Jamie doesn't understand recording, because he came in whenever Zoe was recording something. And yeah, and uh, the, playing he, the tape back to him in his he, own voice. And he didn't understand this at all. How am I talking without moving my lips or something, did he say? Yeah. He understands helicopters and spaceships, but yes. he can't understand recording voices. Yeah. <laughs> so he wouldn't be very good at uh, podcasting, that's what I'm saying. Or anything. He could fly a helicopter. Could he fly it? He, he, he could sit in one. He could I understand what happens. And there was a point as well where uh, Jamie... It sounded like he wanted to leave, to me, because... Uh, yeah, whenever she says to him, we'll get you home or something, yeah, he says, yeah, oh, we'll oh get, yeah, that'll be the day. Yeah, we'll get you back to us, uh, yeah, that'll be the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah that disappointed me slightly. <laughs> I just imagined Jamie would want to be with the Doctor forever. Only I could get back to us, <laughs> but, but this fucker I'm with doesn't know his way around anymore. Oh yeah, if only I could get back to Earth. I've only been there for the last five stories. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you call it stories? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I meant epi stories. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. There was there was a couple yeah, of bits yeah. of uh, walking in spacewalking with with Jamie and Zoe, and there was another bit with uh, with the Cybermen. Yeah, the spacewalking in this was particularly amazing. When it would just look like oh, they were dancing in yeah, space. Space dancing. Space as dancing. I like to call it. I like to call it. <laughs> You're always in the past tense, aren't you? I love mixing the tenses. But yeah, the, yeah, we were just dancing. It was amazingly fun. But yeah, as I said in my uh, synopsis, it d- didn't help that we'd, we'd seen gravity on, on uh, IMAX very, very recently. And then we had to watch this. <laughs> it's not really <laughs> the same thing. And there was another point where, uh, was it James said, what do you need a gun for in space anyway? I'm thinking, in case God turns up in his spaceship. What was it? Well, God has a spaceship, he's not going to be worried about it. No, he's probably not. He's God after all. 
<laughs> and the best thing is, they did that for two years running. They're both on the same year, aren't they? I thought one was no. 2012. No, they're two different ones for the same year. Oh, right. Two different designs. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the episode at hand. So, under the TARDIS. Under the TARDIS? Under the TARDIS. It's like under the boardwalk. It uh, it was warning them away from the wheel in space or spaceship thing with pictures, apparently. Yeah. Right at the stone. Yeah. Look, look, weren't it wet like a weather forecast? They're showing pictures of storms and things like that, weren't it? Yeah, it was like saying, no, whoa, <laughs> go away. <laughs> so what, it's a travel agency now? And what's with the with not showing what's outside on the scanner? Oh, it's done that before. Or it'll do it in the future. Mm. I can't remember where we are. <laughs> I have seen it where it's shown what's... Well, in in when the Fourth Doctor, when they go to e-space instead of what we're in, it shows on mm. the scanner what is he, he in this universe as opposed to in that universe. But that's in the future. So basically there isn't a video camera. It sort of, sort of I don't know. That's in the future, though. Is it? Uh, it might be the past. It's in the Doctor's <laughs> future. It's in our future. It is. Well, it's future. also in our past as well. I know. Uh, <laughs> time travel. Time right? travel. So, so <laughs> it knew there was going to be danger there. Pretty good guess, though. You know, it's the Doctor landing on a planet somewhere. <laughs> so, it has spider sense as well? Is that mm. is that what we're talking about? Well, the the TARDIS does take the Doctor to where he's needed, as we found out in the latest series. Yeah, but it takes him to where he's needed, but this time we took him to somewhere he's needed, and then was like, no, you don't want to go here. <laughs> it's almost as if this show's been going on for 50 years, and the continuity doesn't really make much sense. No, can't imagine that. And then he takes out the time vector generator, so it turns it into an ordinary police box. Well, the same size as a police box. Yeah, it gets smaller on the inside yeah. as well. It gets really small, doesn't it? They have to go out because it's dangerous or something. Well, if you recall, the time meddler, when the yeah. doctor did that to him, he yeah. couldn't, he couldn't, uh, the yeah. monk couldn't get into his target. Yeah, because it was tiny. Because it was tiny, as, as you say, Gav. It was a tiny, cute TARDIS. It was, uh, well, it'll be on Tumblr soon enough. Will it? Tiny cute TARDIS, it'll be all over Tumblr. If anything to say, then a yay, a stupid fat robot. Obviously, that's me again. <laughs> yes, apparently. Yes, there was a stupid fat robot. <laughs> that's, that's all we have to say about that. Next. <laughs> that was defeated by the old coat over there. Quilt over the head trick. Turned him into a ghost, gave him silver powers. The silver carrier, which is the name of the, the ship, that, that was subtle. Silver carrier, and there are Cybermen on it. Yay! It's just so that you know. They've, so they've got to give prize then. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I, I like it. I like spoilers, <laughs> especially when they're written into the episode. And then it was 18 million miles mm. off course, so someone said it must be in a pretty bad way. You, you don't say. It, it doesn't have to be. It's, uh, it's just going to be really bad aiming. Which would be in a pretty bad way. But you infer from uh, being in a pretty bad way that no, she meant. You can't. She inferred. No. <laughs> Wrong way around, guys. I just love how it annoys you so much. <laughs> it's just like, no. <laughs> wrong way around. Wrong way around. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, you think that does imply the uh, 
that the ship's battered open, it's fucked and things. It's 18 million miles, of course, and it's got Cybermen on it. Well, it, actually, it is, yes, but <laughs> if it was just aimed wrong, it wouldn't have been. Or it might not have been. But it wasn't. I was just saying if. if ifs and buts for candy and nuts. I'd have a party. Yep, pretty much how it goes. Tanya, the, the, I think she's Russian, but anyway, she sounded like your accent that you do. I do not do an accent. Yeah, that's basically what it sounded like. And then, and then at one point she says, have I ever told you about my nose? It smells trouble. It's like a barometer. It never let me down. <laughs> Which is fine, but then she keeps talking about her nose. And then there's, oh, a, there's other all guy. All the time with all, her nose, yes. And then there's other guy mm-hmm. who wants to go out with her and says, uh, you want to take care of your nose. Too much exercise can damage it. What? <laughs> when, when did this happen? <laughs> No, I just, I just think that was his lame attempt at uh, flirting with her. It's awful. Because <laughs> the rest of his flirting attempts were pretty awful as well. But she knows, I know, she, she loves her nose. I'm going to say something about her nose. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just shouted, nose! <laughs> <laughs> no! Sorry, I didn't mean to shout, nose! <laughs> and they had pellets for food. Which they always do, but it was a coffee pellet mm. this time. Which yeah. we pretty much have nowadays. Yeah, what's the point in a coffee pellet, though? <laughs> because it's not just about drinking a coffee, it's a hot drink. You mm. drink it because it's a hot drink and that, and you get the coffee shot, the caffeine shot as well. Yeah. So maybe, if you're going to have it in a pellet for the caffeine, you just have a caffeine shot. Why have a coffee one? What's The whole point of the coffee is that it's a hot drink. Maybe you dissolve it in water, in hot water. Maybe it's just to get some coffee. <laughs> a food pellet or a nu- nu- nutrition or a nutrient pellet or something like that. I can get that. A coffee pellet just seems silly to me. I can believe that. Maybe there's people out there that have coffee pellets already, I don't know. Well, there are, caffeine, ta- there are caffeine tablets. Caffeine tablets, fine. A coffee pellet, though. Unless you put it in your mouth and then it explodes into a mouthful of coffee. Speaking of things that explode... Yes. The star going supernova. She did mention this that the star was supernova. It will explode into th- into a thousand pieces. Yeah, that's just, correct. Yeah. Just a thousand. That's it. That's it. No exactly more, a thousand. No more than a thousand. That's exactly how stars explode. A thousand pieces. She said it as a matter of fact as well. Didn't she? Yeah. Well, it was her news told her to do that. Yeah. It never lets her down. <laughs> never. So the captain then. Bennett, yes. Bennett. He talked Jarvis about, Bennett, was he? I think that was his name. He talked about uh, the silver carrier being a menace. I don't know if it was a menace to society, but... Uh, well, I, th- I think everything's a menace, according to the captain. Yeah. You got the red menace, it, it's the rocket menace. Including Tanya's nose. I think Spider-Man was a menace as well. Mm. I think he said that. Yeah. It amuse you, It amused me. Yeah, though, though at one point it says... Uh, because there was a drop in customers, it's obvious. Stuff of high density, small mass objects coming from the rocket, latched onto the wheel. Well, duh. Why didn't everybody think of that? <laughs> Blatantly obvious. But he, he, he really did like his emergencies. As soon as you've got an emergency come on, he invents a scenario, a worst-case scenario, and action stations. And then, he, and then one, of the re- one of the alert statuses that they had was... Uh, what was it? I've got it written down, don't worry. 
<laughs> Easy Yellow. <laughs> Easy Yellow. <laughs> yes, it was called Easy Yellow. I missed that. <laughs> well, admittedly, the first time I watched this, I didn't hear it, but, but the second time, Easy <laughs> Easy Yellow sounds like some kind of smooth radio station. It sounds Hello, like a, a coffee tablet. Coffee tablet. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Easy Yellow. I'm your host, Slarty Vosfast. Easy, easy <laughs> yellow security plan to be put into effect immediately. That's what he says. What's the sudden panic? <laughs> easy Yellow? Well, now, what's the sudden panic? Uh, it's called Easy Yellow. I don't think there's a panic going on. <laughs> yeah, it just reminded me of the uh, chef from a few epistories back. Oh, yes, you the one you like so much. Yeah, the one who everything was the worst possible thing ever. Like it wandered. It's so easy to change. No, we can't risk it. It has some emergency, obviously, and it's danger. It might turn on us. Heck, it might even transform into a giant Nazi vampire robot of death and eaters. <laughs> it might as well have said. That's why we're going to the emergency station slightly purple. <laughs> and relax in red. And they were talking to him about cybernetics, and he says, I know all there is to know about cybernetics. All there is to know about Cybermen. Yes, and Cybermen aren't real. Can't be real. No. La 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 la. Not possible. <laughs> Did you ask her nose? It never lets her down, you know. You're listening to Drunken Time Travel. It's quarter past the hour. It's time for the... Beer interlude. So we chose Soulless Black IPA. And basically because Cybermen are, have no soul. Yeah. Uh, devoid of all human emotion... Things apart from brains. Apart from brains. Yeah. Okay. Now I've got the Rubicoff theme in my head. Yeah. Um, because we couldn't find anything else. Basically. It's getting out this tedious thing. Well, <laughs> we're drinking all the beers. The <laughs> and also a lack of places to buy beers. <laughs> it doesn't help. So, what do you think to this black IPA then? I quite like it. I don't like it. I don't think it's sticker worthy. It doesn't taste anything like an IPA to me. It, it, it doesn't. What well, it says here, big fruity hops, subtle coffee notes, and white creamy head. doesn't seem to have any of that. No. Did they put a different drink in or something? <laughs> it's got a kind of toffee flavour to it, it. It tastes more like a... Chocolate porter than the chocolate porter that you had the other day. That was an awful chocolate porter. <laughs> if I didn't know that was a chocolate porter, I might have enjoyed it more. But probably not. But yeah, it's it's definitely got a, a porter stout sort of hint to it, rather than being an IPA. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, and it doesn't. I can't really Me- detect the coffee notes. Maybe that's just. Uh, maybe maybe it's just the coffee. My top, brain tricking me because it's black. I'm 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 blaming my brain. It's tricking me again. I usually blame your brain. Oh, okay, it's all right. I probably wouldn't buy another one. Nope. I'd get something else. What would you get instead? Uh, a chimney. Speaking of reading what it says on the glass. Yeah. <laughs> back to the episode. Jimmy gives the doctor his name of John Smith by just reading John Smith and Associates on a on a on a wall. Yes. Because he's like, what's his name? Well, then, yeah. uh, doctor, and he looks around. Mm. It's just a shame he didn't like see some kind of, you know, like in the comedy things where they look around for someone's name and <laughs> there's, there's like a, a deer's head, a uh, deer head. 
Yeah, and what sort of company anyway would call themselves John Smith and the Shellshakers? One of the most popular names in Britain at the time, probably. Well, maybe maybe the the other names were aliens, and they were even more popular. Zarg is is quite popular on the third planet of the Omicron system. Zarg Birkinshaw. Zarg Birkinshaw, yes. John Smith, Zarg Birkinshaw, and Clarence Headingfield. The uh, universe famous solicitors. Yeah. That's why I changed it to John Smith and Associates. So we could fit it all into a tweet. <laughs> so I, d- I did like this time our. Uh, That's your quote, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. I thought you changed no. it to the oh, other thing. I like slightly after it, innit? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I liked how uh, what the Doctor and Zoe were discussing things, what was happening, and the Doctor. Yeah, discussing plans, weren't they, at the time? Schemes. Well, what's happening and everything, and the doctor deliberately says, "Jamie, what do you think?" And 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 it's not it's not and it's not a bit where you know, Jamie, what do you think? Ha ha ha! You're stupid. But it actually includes him in the discussion. It took him by surprise as well. Yeah, it took I, me by uh, surprise. Uh, <laughs> it didn't know what to say. But then he said something that was kind of intelligent. Yeah. And then he came out with some shit. He did well. Yeah, that's space for him. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the doctor, he, he didn't kidnap anybody this time. No, he wouldn't do that for a while. No, because we're stuck with these for a while. Yeah, and then uh, it's third doctor, he, get, he gets one lumped with him. Then. Third doctor has three companions, and none of them are kidnapped. He, he can't kidnap them anyway, because he's grounded. We don't think any of them are kidnapped then after that. It's the last of the kidnappings. If anything, Romana kidnaps him. <laughs> Also, Dr. Jamie and Zoe are fucking great. Why do they keep cutting to the other people? Yes, why? <laughs> just have them. I would be fine with that. I would be very happy watching just them. I don't know what they do, but... Talk about logic. Yeah. And random science. You do smile. And the doctor, he, he went to sleep in a station again for an hour episode. He, he likes doing that. Uh, yeah. I was reading a thing about that that said he went on a hol- had a rare holiday. I'm thinking, well, not really. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but he just seems to have a holiday all the time. Maybe it was rare because he hadn't had one for three episodes stories. Well, it's probably been a few stories since he had a holiday, but mm. it just seems he's always being knocked unconscious or something. At least mm. they do something different with that in the new series. They try and you know make the Doctor Light episodes interesting. Mm. I refer you to Blink. And the Doctor pulls out a bag of lemon sherbets and offers one to Jamie. That's his first yes, foray into the sweet world. Candy, if you're American. I'm not American, though. You're not American? No. No. So it's sweets for me. Okay. I shall remember that. Hey, you know Zoe? I I know Zoe. Zoe was that fabulous lady that... <laughs> that fabulous lady. ...that joined this episode. She is. She's, a, she's, a, she's a librarian, apparently. Yes, uh... They go to her for second opinions all the time or something. Apparently so. See, she, she's their Wikipedia. Yes. <laughs> they practically said. And she laughs at Jamie for wearing female garments. Ah, uh, progressive future. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wear girls' clothes. Uh, so do you. Well, I've made myself sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did seem a bit out of place. But that was that, that's the sixties for you. Mm-hmm. So he was told off for being a robot. Doesn't happen all the time, I don't think. Well, she doesn't get told off all the time. She no, 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 not for being a robot. No, mm. I think there's nothing wrong with being a robot. 
It depends what robot you are. A cyber robot. But Cybermen aren't robots. I'm not being a Cyberman, I'm being a cyber robot. <laughs> What's a cyber robot? It's just a robot with more cyber bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a robot made to look like a Cyberman. But it's actually just a robot. Made of Cybermen. <laughs> yeah. It's reprogrammed Cyberman. You remove that nasty brain bit, reprogram it. And there you are. And it, it does things like make cars and make cars. Produ- production run or something All like right. that. Is he, is he in a union? No. He doesn't need to take a break either. When he should. Apart from the odd oil change. But it grease and it gears. She keeps calling Jamie James Robert McCrimmon, which I think only started in this episode. Yes, I I not heard the Robert bit before. Or the James bit. Um, yeah, but I, I do like how that's what she calls him. It, it, yeah, I, it's I, the kind of thing you it see, does you fit in whenever you're annoyed with somebody. It does fit in very nicely with it. Everything has to be exact and accurate and scientific and so, so he's got to call him by his full name. And, well, it's kind of thing you, you, your, yeah. your mum would shout to you when it, your, your full name when you're in trouble. Oh yeah, but she she doesn't do it like that. She doesn't. Yeah, she she just says it as a that is your full name. That is what I am calling, <laughs> but without the accent, <laughs> without sounding exactly like a robot. <laughs> yes, and I say, as I said, yeah, I, I do like how she keeps spouting random science shit as well. And her training only helps her for known emergencies, and I, so, so I kind of like that. Uh, that tra- that travelling with the doctor will help with her training, or you know, because she'll be able to. Because there'll be no known emergencies when she's travelling with the doctor. Basically, mm. it's all over the place. Yes, and she'll remember everything. She will. <laughs> well, it depends if you believe that or a big finish. Because anyway, she she, she so she ended up stowing away and not being kidnapped. Yeah, but it wasn't as she it wasn't as clever. It was a terrible attempt. She wasn't. She wasn't as clever. I mean, considering she's she's clever, she, it wasn't as clever as uh, when Devon joined the TARDIS. Was he hidden in the closet somewhere? He was in the closet with his. It, with it his, came out after with his it. tiny panda bear. Yeah, it came out after the took off. Hi-fi. Uh, I remember hi-fi. Hi-fi. Amazing adventures of. <laughs> Where did he go? Scarrow, I think. Cybermen. <laughs> They've got eggs, apparently. Or pods, but they look like space eggs. Space eggs. Space eggs. Everything's space. Space training, space eggs. It's all space. And and again, they liked, they did the, the bursting out of uh, the eggs as well, didn't they? Yes, they did. Like, they would do like that. they did in last one in Tomb of the Sidemen, they burst out of the, the, the pods. That's the Yetis. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Uh, and a guy spray, sprays at a cyber map for some reason. But that's not as dirty as it sounds. Yeah, it's... it's, it's I'll kill the cyber map with spraying with plastic. Paint job. Just give him a paint job. He don't look good in that silver car. Let me paint you white. But he put a bit too much on. He put a bit too much on, and uh, then he got killed for it. Yeah, because uh, cyber maps don't like being sprayed with white paint. I'm glad you said paint. The doctor described the cyber man as more robot than man. Just like Darth Vader. Is Darth Vader more robot than man? He's more machine now than man. Twisted oh. and evil. Or did Darth Vader also describe him as more robot than man? Obi-Wan Kenobi described Darth Vader as that ten years before that happened. There was a bit where the Cybermen was smaller than, a, than one of the humans. What's, what's that about? Did, what? they, did they run out of metal or something? There was 
A small Cyberman. There was a small. A there small was a bit. Was, I don't know if he was. If, a small Cyberman. <laughs> I don't know if he was in a, in a, in a ditch or something. <laughs> Are you a real Cyberman? I've always. Maybe it was Robert Cyberman. <laughs> maybe Robert's younger brother. What's his younger brother called? Richard. See, that took far too long. Because my natural instinct was to go to Steve and there's no kind of Steve. Is Steve your go-to name? Yes. It has been for many, many years. Yeah, we didn't really see it, Richard, this one, did we? That was Richard. We didn't see Robert. Oh, sorry. We didn't see Robert. <laughs> I'm getting lost in my own continuity. But they are good at wrestling, though. Yes, that's why you should never wrestle with Superman. It was a good fight. On account of it being a fucking ridiculous idea. <laughs> There's a seven foot robot. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and punch it. Oops, I've been, oh, I've oh been no. thrown down the corridor. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> At least my friends aren't watching this on TV. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> they are. Because for some reason they were watching it on like some kind of closed circuit television. And then only at the end did Tanya say, turn it off. Well, after he's dead, you want to turn it off, not before. My nose tells me something's wrong. The amazing adventures of Tanya and her nose. The thing that that, uh, that uh, was the cyber leader was like a an antenna, basically. It, it looked a bit like a gumball machine or something. A gumball machine. Yeah. I suppose it could be, yeah. But it it would talk to the Cyberman who was sitting behind the desk, it looked like, yeah. <laughs> telling him what to do. But then the cyber control thingy, mm-hmm. um, it's, it was talking, and then it would stop, and it stopped talking at one point, and then, and then the, the sound that a Spectrum game makes when it, when it loads goes, <laughs> it just sounded like it got bored with the yes. Cyberman and decided to play a bit of uh, yeah, a tick attack or something. <laughs> Manic Manic was the better, yes. was the better, yeah. <laughs> or Jet Set Willie. It, it might have been. Or Horace Goes Keen. And he forgot to put it on mute. <laughs> so that's why it's not. And also, if in case you didn't pick it up during the episode, uh, the Cyberman got an uh, overriding ambition to plunder the earth of materials. When did this happen? Uh, this episode. Because <laughs> as far <laughs> as I knew, they wanted, they wanted to live on Earth before. <laughs> And now they just want to take all the stuff on Earth away somewhere else. Maybe they got bored, failing to and, take and over. Just Earth. once again, just just uh, I, I want to mention it that the fact that they can blow up an entire star, mm. but they still can't defeat the people on Earth. It's the human factor. <laughs> Maybe they need to team up with the Daleks. But you should say that. Before this episode, the production team wanted a Dalek Cyberman story, but Terry Nation, creator of the Daleks, nixed it. And it would only be 40 years later that they would uh, eventually do that. Why well, not? A muted Good work. Going into midnight mode. Yes. Uh, and spacesuits worn by Jamie and Zoe later turned up as costumes in, in Star Wars, worn by Bosk. They what? They're spacesuits that they wore when they were dancing. Apparently ended up in Star Wars. Whether that's true or not is another matter. Did they entirely. also dance in them in Star Wars? Yes. It's just well, they might have done the Star Wars Holiday Special. Was there a Star Wars Special? Have you not heard of the Star Wars Holiday Special? No. It's basically a TV special that was on after the first movie, 
and mm. everyone was in it apart from Harrison Ford because he had a better contract. <laughs> Where the, it was apparently it was so awful. They would have there was there was sing and everything in it. Why haven't I seen this? Because every time I see someone watch it, and then they say, "God, don't watch it," I, I implore you. And then someone else sees that, and then decides to watch it. And then once they've watched it, they're like, "Oh God, I was wrong. Don't watch it." And then it keeps going on like that. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like vi- viral things before the internet. But how have I missed it? I haven't seen yeah. it. Oh, yeah. No. Do you just refuse to? I refused because it just looks awful. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time watching it. How long is it? I don't know. 30 to 45 minutes, I might yeah, think. I'm guessing. <laughs> it was actually on TV. <laughs> and it features the first appearance of Boba Fett. Is it? Mm, before Empire Strikes Back. Talking about Star Wars a lot, this one. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> you like the fight scenes, I believe, in this episode. The fight scenes were awesome in this. I don't know why. It was just really slowly choreographed. <laughs> I think's the best description. <laughs> Maybe they meant to speed it up, but then they forgot. It was just a proper comedy fight, basically. <laughs> comedy fight. So, under the quotes... Under the quote section. Under the quotes. Yeah. We've both got quotes from episode three. Yes. And both involving uh, the new companion. Yes. My, my one involves Zoe and the Doctor. And the Doctor has one of the best lines ever. And it goes thusly. Well, it couldn't have drifted here off course in the time involved. It must have been driven and piloted. Oh, a likely space detective. There's only one solution. That rocket was refueled in space, provided with at least another 12 fuel rods. Well, isn't it just in theory? Oh, it isn't a theory. You can't disprove the facts. It's pure logic. Logic, my dear Zoe, merely enables one to be wrong with authority. Even though it was wrong. It's not wrong. It is. Don't. don't. It was wrong. He Gaff, was wrong. Gaff, don't. It, it was a good line. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. I am. What's your stupid quote? And mine's also with uh, Zoe, Jamie and the Doctor. Uh, when they're talking about uh, x-rays. And, I don't know, listen to yourself. <laughs> not to yourself. Listen to you. myself. Listen for yourself. Apparently I can only hear myself when <laughs> I talk to myself. I can't hear anyone else. But this is my quote anyway, thus. The palladium is a write-off, is it? Completely. We've got a few spares, but not half enough. We'll have to get more up from Earth. The X-ray laser gun, the main armament of the wheel, relies on banalium. Do you think there's a connection? It's a possibility, isn't it? Jimmy, what do you think? Uh, Me, uh, well, uh... Could be a saboteur on board. Uh, uh, Jarvis Bennett, I, he did say something about a group of people, uh, for us, something like that. Well, there are such people. They do want to stop the space program. Uh, well, just supposing they'd planted a saboteur on board, waiting for the right moment. Well, a long drifts a rocket and we're aboard. The saboteur thinks it's the right moment and strikes. And murders? Well, if he was caught missing about with the vanillium stuff, he may have had to kill. Well, it's an interesting theory. Yeah, but it fits. Oh. It doesn't fit this. Which we can't cut inside. No. Ah, it's just a spare part or something. The dead man tried to defend himself, used a quick-set plastic, it misfired and went over this bit of machinery. Well, we can find out. How? With the X-ray machine. Oh, of course. <laughs> why didn't I think of that? Why, why didn't you? <clears throat> well, all I had 
have to go on was the fact that hyperoxide is unbreakable. Why? Just didn't think of x-rays. Simple common sense works wonders sometimes, Zoe. She turns to Jamie. Well, at least you didn't think of x-rays. That would have been awful. (laughs) And that was the end of your book. Yay. Final thoughts, then? It was all right. It was almost... The first episode was almost like, we need to do an extra episode quick, do something. Because it was just... Jamie pretty much on the robot on on the spe- on the silver carrier with no one else around. Yeah, it it was an alright episode. The what saved it was basically Jamie, the Doctor, and Zoe. So just like every <laughs> other one. <Yeah. laughs> there was there were some alright bits with the uh, Cyberman, but yeah, yeah, once again, a bit too long. Yeah. So uh, I, I did like the the Captain uh, Bennett and, and his yeah. Losing on the nose lady. I want to see the adventures of the nose lady. There were some interesting things happening. It it weren't brilliant. It was just alright. The Cybermen didn't really do much. No, they did very little. The next one will be better though. Cybermen with. Will it? It will. I seem to recall it was good. What's it called? The Invasion. Uh, Don't know it. It's an. It's one that's partly animated now. So next time. You're doing Drunken Time Travel Science Meteors. Yes, I am. I might even do it for this accent. <laughs> then it'll be vaguely interesting. Three weeks from now, you're doing the Dominators. <laughs> so the our end quote is from Carl Sagan in Cosmos. Uh, yeah, and it goes, The nitrogen in our DNA, calcium in our teeth. The iron in our blood, the carbon in our apple pies, were made in the interiors of collapsing stars. We are made of star stuff. Billions, billions, and billions, and I think you find it's only thousands of star stuff. I I like saying billions. (laughs) Ah, I just got your comedy joke there. So apparently, we're on iTunes. Yes. Please validate our existence on iTunes. By rating. Rating. Commenting. Commenting. Or liking. Or liking. These are the three options that we have given you. Yes. There do are no other options. Do one. These are the options three. Happy sleep time, everyone. Happy sleep time. In a few moments, you're going to experience a sight rarely seen by human beings. Yes, sir. Moving into position now.